Tuesday night, and we are live. I hope everybody is doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. And I just want to tell everybody something as we launch into the podcast tonight, a full 90 minutes of fury, is, you know, the purpose behind this is not to just endlessly spout bad news. It's actually to point us to the only hope that there is. The only hope that there is is not Donald J. Trump, as much as I love him. It's not Ron DeSantis, as much as I love him, too. I appreciate those men, but the only answer is the Lord Jesus actually personified inside of the church. The church is the housing, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Each and every individual Christian is. We are the answer. The power of the Holy Ghost is the answer. Jesus is the answer, not the Republican Party or anything else. So if you're wondering, a lot of times I've been on this for a little bit. People are always like, okay, you spout out the problems. But what are the solutions, right? What are the solutions? Well, that's the solution. Start off with surrendering your life to Jesus. Surrender your life to Jesus and then see what happens and watch yourself live a victorious life. So we have to hop right into tonight, into 1-6. Speaking of problems and and the world being a mess, 1-6 is one of the many, many lies that we're being told. And I put out a bunch of, I don't usually tweet more than once a day, but I put out a couple today because it just, it, and I know those of you that watch this podcast regularly, you know what I'm about to say. But all of this is just one giant lie. Well, it's actually one agenda with many lies. The one agenda is to control you, leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or tyrannical government. We know that if you watch the podcast, that's what this has all been about for the last, uh, where are we at now? 35 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, whatever it is. We're almost, well, we're into the 36th month because it all started in March. So basically 30, you know, 36 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. That's what it's all been about. An acceleration that none of us ever saw coming. And if people actually think that, you know, people will say that they did nobody. And listen, I've been watching. Nobody is, nobody was talking about it. So we never saw this acceleration happen, but it's all lies. It's all different tactical lies for the one agenda to usher in that one agenda, which you and I as Christians need to be the second Thessalonians chapter two, restraining, not the compliant, not the capitulators, not, not the acquiescers, not the accommodators. You and I are to be the restraining, not merely the resistance. You and I are to be the restraining. We need to be restraining what's happening. So when you see things like when six people go politics, abortion, politics, whatever it may be, uh, $31.7 trillion in debt, that's just, po- no, it's not politics. It's all part of the Revelation 13 and 14 agenda of the Antichrist. Beast one, beast two, the dragon. That's what this is all about. Oh, Tom, you sound like a a biblical right-wing zealot. That's correct. That's what I am. I I live by the word of God. I I don't believe in any other destruction, worldwide destruction, outside of what the Bible, what the Bible predicts in the book of Revelation. So all of these things, whether it's Ukraine, that's all to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. So's one six. What's one six for? This is a tweet that I put out. One six. Well, I put it in this order. COVID was put out on purpose to control you. One six was put out on purpose to surveil you. The Ukraine was Ukraine war was put out on purpose to coalesce people who have been controlled 
and surveilled. When you get controlled and you get surveilled, generally you're not happy. Well, the Ukraine war, and there's many other aspects to the Ukraine war. I know it's to, to launder money for the, Biden, for the Biden crime family. I know all that. Many tributaries to that river. However, one of the, one of the reasons they, 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 they launched the Ukraine war, remember they did, by the Biden administration, launched this war for many reasons, but one of them was is you have all of the ticked off people who have been controlled and surveilled and what they, the people like you and me, the resistance, the purebloods, or people who have been vaccinated and caved originally, mask wearers that have now come to their senses and said they were wrong. Not, not to pretend like they never did it, said they were wrong. Not to me, but to God or to themselves or to significant others have come out and said they were wrong. They're all welcome on board. If you've never said you're wrong, got no interest in you. And shake the dust off my feet from you. But what it is, is you get all these ticked off people who've been surveilled and controlled through through COVID and, and then through 1-6, because that's what 1-6 was about, is to launch a surveillance state. The weaponization of our judicial system against us. The weaponization of federal law enforcement against us, where they can say, you know what? Any sort of what they deem to be seditious talk, insurrectionist talk well seditious talk could be i hate the dnc i hate the the democratic party the democratic national convention i i can't that's seditious talk because that's some of those people are members of our government therefore you're speaking against our government tom that can never happen that's exactly what happened to peter navarro it's exactly what happened to, to, to general flynn it's exactly what happened to steve bannon it's exactly that they have no there's no real charges they didn't even have subpoena power to charge steve bannon with not obeying a subpoena for. They didn't even have, when they charged, they charged Steve Bannon with obstructing co- Congress for not, for not uh, submitting to a subpoena when the subpoena was illegally issued. So that's who these people, so don't think it's not gonna touch you. That's why we must stand. We must stand. So what you do is you get, all these people are ticked off by being controlled and surveilled via COVID, via 1-6, so what you want to do is bring these people back onto your side. So start a war. So we all got to come together to fight the evil Russians. Only problem is many of us have been red-pilled, and we know the Russians are no more evil than the Ukrainians. The Russians are no more evil than the Chinese. Yes, they're evil. And I'm not talking about the Russian people. I'm talking about the Russian leadership, just like Lao Beijing in China. So the majority of China's citizenry is not evil. There's, there's 1.1 to 1.4 billion people live in China. Only 90 million of those, remember there's 1,000 million per billion. Only 90 million of those are actually CCP members. So it's got nothing to do with the citizenry of these countries. It has to do with their leadership. They're all evil. Most of us know that. So we're not really rallying behind this war like Mitch McConnell thought we would. Mitch McConnell is no different than Joe Biden. I know all of you know this already. I know it, but I'm just outlining it. There's no difference between Mitch McConnell. I mean, none. Because people will go, well, no, you know what? He pushed forward conservative justice. He has to do that to maintenance the veneer so he can work against you. Otherwise, you'd vote him out. He's working. They, you have to, you know, the old statement from the Godfather. Keep my friends close and my enemies closer. That's what he's doing. He's keeping his enemies closer. You are his enemies. He has you vote for him because he does an occasional conservative thing. And that's just to make the leftist globalist narrative agenda palatable for you because if you have a fake synergistic tension between right and left on Capitol Hill, you're like, there's people fighting for me. So when we lose battles or we, we, we lose 10% of our freedoms and we get back you know, 5% of that, so we only lose five, you think, and I, and I thought for, you know, for 
47, no, well, 50 of my 54 years that these people were for me. I did. I didn't think they were perfect. I just thought they were for me. They're not. It's all a veneer. It's all a fraud. They put on a show like they're there for you. But it's just to make their narrative, Mitch McConnell's narrative, Mitt Romney's narrative, Susan, uh, Susan Collins' narrative, Lisa Murkowski's narrative, Marco Rubio's narrative, all of these, Thom Tillis, their narrative. Even Kevin McCarthy's doing a decent job now. But remember, he was asked about the Ashley Babbitt shooting. He said, yeah, the shooting was completely justified. Just said it a month ago. But see what it is, and I know those of you that watch this podcast have heard this before, but just so you know, that's what it's all about. It's to put on a veneer of conservatism, a veneer that they're fighting for you, because if you don't have that, you'll vote them out. And then when you vote them out, you'll bring in a real, think about it, if you had a real MAGA conservative, and I don't mean, when I say MAGA, I don't exclusively mean Donald Trump, although I'm including Donald Trump. And make America first, I mean America first. A real America first person. Man or woman that took, uh, took Mitch McConnell's place. What, what would we have? I mean, think about it. If we had real MAGA Americans in those positions of power, whether minority or majority leader. But no, what's happening is Mitch McConnell is an acolyte for the Chinese Communist Party. His, his in-laws are, are directly contracted, shipping contracted to the CCP. He, he, that's why he never takes action against the CP, CCP. Ever notice that? Why is he not demanding hearings about the origins of COVID that obviously came from Wuhan, China, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, released as a bioweapon at the, at the International Military Games? Why? Because, he, because he's not going to bite the hand that feeds it. But the whole purpose of it all is to put palatable Republicans in front of you so that you think that they're fighting for you to make the leftist agenda more tolerant for you, more tolerable for you. So you think that there's somebody battling for you, but all the while the leftist agenda is moving forward and they've just made it so that it's easier for you to swallow. Because if it wasn't, if they were just ushering in World Economic Forum, one world, and that's what they try to do on occasion. Notice McConnell jumps right on board. Remember, there is no dry run or trial balloons. It's all attempts COVID was an attempt. Mitch McConnell jumped right on board with that. And so did most, most Republicans. Jumped right on board because they're all willing to try the attempt to take it all from you. And then Mitch McConnell doesn't have to play anymore. He doesn't have to play like he's a right winger anymore. He doesn't have to play the role of a right winger in the, in the D.C. cesspool. He doesn't have to do it anymore. He can just go ahead and jump on board because you've relinquished all your rights. You go to CBDC currency, social credit systems, Mitch, will, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, because they really are good buddies and good friends, all of them. They believe that they are the ruling class that they know better than you do. That they, all the, For them, um, conservatism is a joke to Mitch McConnell. It's, just, it's a joke. He's not a conservative. He's a bourgeois leftist elitist who believes that they need to put together this show the show that you know we we are we're you know we're, we have left we have right and we're 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 fighting against each other. No, it's just a show. They all stay in power, and in smoke-filled dark rooms decides your fate, decide the fate of this country. They're all on the same side. Notice how they never really take action. Thirty-one point seven trillion dollars in debt. We were one trillion dollars in debt in two thousand. Twenty-three years later, we're we're thirty almost thirty-two trillion dollars. Why does Mr. McConnell take action? Because that's his plan. He's just as much a part of it. It's just like, it, it's just like somebody who it, it, is committing espionage. They come in and they, they're, they're a member of the military, let's say. Well, they're a member of the military 
but they're feeding information to the enemy. But they're still a member of the military. But, they're, they're, but in all actuality, they may even go and kill some of the enemy they're reporting to. That's all that these people are. Please, please re- release yourself from the delusions of thinking that the Republican Party is any more than the second head of a double-headed snake. And the other head, of course, is the Democratic Party. One head of a two-headed snake. Doesn't mean, I'm not talking about conservatism. Conservatism is righteous. Conservatism is the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and the rule of law. That's conservatism. That is all right. An original America is all right. But we're not being governed by a Constitution a declaration of independence or a bill of rights or the rule of law. We're not, the, the scales of justice are not blind. We're being ruled by bourgeois leftist elitists and it's the uniparty and it's most Republicans and all Democrats. That's who's ruling, ruling us right now and we must be the restraining. One six is a tactic to unleash our judicial system and our federal law enforcement against us to arrest the political opponents of the globalist left, of which, and I just want you to know, because I know I'm saying this over and over again, but I want you to know that it's not just the Democrats. They're all evil. They are. Every, every Democrat's evil. I don't, Dom, there's, there's Christians that are Democrats. <clears throat> Can't be. And let maybe even say for two weeks you can be. But if you're five years in and you're a Democrat, you have no revelation of the Bible whatsoever. You're transgenderist. You want men leering at women inside of, of women's bathrooms. You want to lop off penises, lop off testicles, lop off breasts. You believe homosexuality is an acceptable lifestyle. You're not reading your Bible. And you want to abort the unborn. When, God, when, the, when the word of God says in Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Your eyes saw my substance when, they were, when it was yet unformed and all the days were written for me when yet, when yet there were none of them. Psalm 139, 16, you, you call yourself a Christian? Nope, nope, Tom, that's judgmental. That's right. The spiritual man makes judgments about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. 1 Corinthians 2, 15. Jesus says, do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment, John 7, 24. I know a lot of Christians have been told not to judge. <clears throat> Wrong again. You don't read your Bible. You're just lifting, listening to some pontificated, watered-down idiot who preaches, who just preaches love and peace, a hippie message from the pulpit. That's not the Bible. So that he can accumulate wealth through accumulating membership. That's what it's all about for most, for most churches. But all of this is a tactic. Launching finally into 1-6 here. Now, of course, you, you saw me show this video. I'm not going to play the whole thing again. But I just want you to see the stance of the White House, and then we're going to launch into 1-6. All right, play the first one for me. Citizen Free Press video, Corrine Jean-Pierre. Play it for me, Heather. Last night, Tucker Carlson cherry-picked the video surveillance from the January 6th insurrection, severely downplaying the events of that day. Uh, he said the mob was orderly and meek and that they were tourists instead of insurrectionists. What's your response to Carlson and to Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who granted him access to that video? Um, anybody who watched that video would strongly degree, disagree. Anybody who watched that video uh, in a with their own eyes in a real way and saw what happened on that day would would disagree with what was just
right, so Kareem Jean-Pierre calls the 1-6 insurrection the, the worst attack on American democracy. And of course, remember, their definition of democracy is forcing vaccines, forcing masking, and mass censorship. That's what they believe democracy is. Of course, with their information, your disinformation governance board, enforced vaccinations, forced masking. That's their definition of democracy, of course, and of course, slaughtering the unborn. Now, so she says, right there, you see the highlighted guys. That's, we don't, you know, who knows what, who that is or whatever, but, you know, who knows? Probably that looks like, that looks like uniformed FBI agents to me. And really, that's what happens. So she calls this the worst attack on American democracy since the Civil War. This right here? <laughs> this right here. Yeah, go ahead, play it, Aaron. It's good. Yeah, this this is the worst attack on American democracy. Now, you might be thinking, well, yeah, but there was some violent stuff that went out, went out you know, that so there's some violent stuff that, that happened outside between cops and and protesters. Well, yeah, you can cut that music. It's going to drive me nuts now. So there we go. So you might be thinking, you know, there's some bad stuff that went on outside. Well, there was. But who instigated it? Do we really know? All we know, we, the videos that, that I've seen is you had peaceful protesters sitting, standing there. And then suddenly, and, it, and I have the videos of this. I should have brought them. I should have brought them because I had them for another show. I should have brought them, but I forgot. We'll blame Aaron. But even though it's not Aaron's fault. But I had them for another show, but it shows them peacefully protesting. And D.C. Metro cops, D.C. Metro cops launched tear gas not not even capitol hill police which they would have done the same thing and they're a bunch of cowards by the way they are and like this is a coming from a cop a cop right here 1992 2017 25 years in a day sarasota county florida you can check my bona fides they're cut they're cowards they're cowards for, for 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 several reasons okay well one of them is is that none of them are coming forward and and actually testifying that this whole one six insurrection thing is a, is a hoax it's an absolute hoax or they're cowards because they didn't stop the protesters. Stop them. You got 2,000 of you. Stop them. You stop them. You get those doors locked. Stop them. They didn't. And they had DC Metro there. And, and if you're gonna, and another thing, you should come out and, if you didn't stop them and you got ransacked and run over, you should come out and blame Nancy Pelosi because she turned down 30,000 National Guard troops that Donald Trump offered. So why aren't you coming out? Be, be, have, have some courage. Have some intestinal fortitude and actually come out and tell the truth, but none of them are doing it. They're absolutely cowards and they're proffering lies and the ones that know that aren't lying, but know all of their comrades are liars are just as complicit as the, as the liars themselves in the charade. And that's all that, that's all there was. So there was some, there were clashes outside, but a lot, but if you look at them, a lot of them were instigated by the Capitol police or the DC Metro police. Or you have footage of Ray Epps instigating it. And he's not, of course, been arrested. He's, he's been interviewed. And, of course, all of those interviews, nobody's allowed to see because the J6 committee has put in for their investigation to actually be kept confidential for 55 years. I wonder why that is. Just like Pfizer wants to keep their vaccine developmental data uh, sequestered for 75 years. Of course, that's all been released. And so, well, the 1-6 committee stuff will be released because eventually we're Republican. We'll be in power and release it. Maybe McCarthy can release it now because it's a, a House committee, so he should be able to release all their investigative narratives coming out of the 1-6 committee, which is a fraudulent committee again. So anyway, and see, who knows what happened to us? And the, thing, you know, the people that were breaking windows and doing all that strangely had strange masks on. You're like, Tom, you're trying to 
relinquish all blame. You know, you're trying to to take away all the blame from all the concern. No, I'm not. If conservatives committed crimes, vandalism, battery on law enforcement officers, I want them to be tried with that, for that. Not sedition, not insurrection, because how could it be an insurrection when they didn't try to take over anything? When they didn't insurrect you? If you're going to charge somebody with a crime like sedition, there ought to be sedition to call me crazy. But you see, that's not the way that we are anymore. It's just like you've heard me say many times. Alex Jones has been found guilty of defamation without defaming anybody. He doesn't meet the, the statutory requirements for defamation because in order to be convicted of defamation, you have to have defamed somebody. That didn't happen, but because his, his words were, were judged to be so heinous that he has to pay a price somehow, they lumped, well, there's no price for him to pay. You're allowed to say things like that. You're allowed to say, in, in a lot of these laws that are coming out, now listen, no speech should be banned. None. I don't like hatred any more than anybody else. I don't like racial hatred, racial racial animus, rac- racial bigotry, anti-Semitic uh, language, anti-Semitic uh, bigotry. I don't like any of it. But people should be allowed to say whatever they want to say. If it crosses the line into defamation, then they can be civilly sued. Alex Jones didn't cross the line into defamation because you can't defame dead people. What he said about Sandy Hook was erroneous. He was wrong. And he was going through a very difficult time in his life. He was wrong. He's admitted he's wrong, so you don't need to send me any messages telling me how right he was. He was wrong. He was wrong about Sandy Hook. For those of you that think all these people are crisis actors, and all, no, it's not. You can't pull that off. You've never worked a crime scene. You don't know. You have no idea when you follow a victim's lineage how far it goes. You can't. One lineage, one, one victim has 500 people in a lineage. You have to, each victim, you'd have to have 500 crisis actors per victim to pull it off. And those crisis actors would have to go back 30 or 40 years in time. You know, people call Derek Chauvin a crisis actor. Derek Chauvin has a 30-year law enforcement track record. I see a crisis actor out of nowhere. I mean, come on, let's, let's make sure that we all are always thinking and being logical. So the people that were creating the violence out there, is it, was it the FBI inciting people to commit violence and then arresting them for committing the violence they incited? Is that what happened? In my opinion, yes, that's what happened. In every case, no. Were, were there some crimes committed by MAGA Republicans. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. There's none that was sedition. None, none of them were insurrection. None of it did not happen. But people are being tried for it. So here's one of the biggest, the biggest shams out there is the Hodge Twins video. Tuck, pulling this now from Tucker. A lot of you have seen it already. So this will be a little bit redundant, but I've got to, I've got to cover it and then we'll talk about it in our own way. Tucker just started dropping the J6 footage. It shows Capitol Police escorting the shaman, the QAnon shaman, through the Capitol. Play for me, other. Dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show 
The Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th. The ind- Now let me, let me make sure that I throw the balance in here. Jacob Chansley is, is a nutty person. He's weird. All right, let's not, let's not, let's not, you know, live in denial. Here's a weird dude. All right, he's weird, but that's not a crime. And you saw the video there. He's just being escorted around by the Capitol Police. What, what was his prison sentence? And Aaron, is it possible if you can't, don't worry about it. But if you can, throw that video up next to me if, you're, if it's possible. Let me just comment while he's waltzing around. But if you can't, don't worry about it. But the thing is, what, was, what is his prison sentence? For, for waltzing around the Capitol. He wasn't just walking around the Capitol. He was actually being escorted around the Capitol to nearly four- by the Capitol Police. All these, remember Adam Kinzinger? You know, you, you, you stood, you, you stood, you, you know, you, you made it. I mean, you guys held. How are they holding here? How, how exactly are the Capitol Police? Adam Kinzinger, you saw it in the pregame. You know, you held strong. He's balling his brain. How, how are they holding strong? See, you, you can only have one narrative or another if you're a Capitol Hill police officer. And again, I'm, I'm speaking a lot to the Capitol Hill police, you know, because that's my realm. 25 years in law enforcement myself. I mean, how, how is this holding your ground? And then, then, you know, of course, this multifaceted here. If you're going to sit there and ball on Capitol Hill as a Capitol Hill police, look at all the, why not tackle them to the ground? How many guys are in that? Three, six, eight, nine officers. Why didn't one of them or all nine of them take him to the ground? He's been put in prison for four and a half years for this. Federal freaking prison where you get no credit for time served you get nothing and you're never let out early he will spend four and a half years in prison unless for some reason they did give him credit for time served inside of the dc metro jail where he was there for two years before trial for doing this this is what the guy did he's being ushered around by the capitol hill police that adam kinzinger is crying and saying uh, you, you, you held aaron do you have that can you, aaron, can you throw that video on for me Here's Adam Kinzinger, just when you can, just tell me, just yell at me when you're ready. So, I mean, the, the, how is this holding? And how is this a threat? And how does this warrant four and a half years in prison? What is he doing wrong? If he was committing crimes, why are they not taking him to the ground? It truly is, it truly is earth shattering what's going on right now. Absolutely what's happening with our judicial system. Because somebody had to pay. So you just put him in front of an Obama judge, four and a half years in federal prison for you. All right, let's go. Let's go to the next one. Let's, I'll spend all night. On, oh, here we go. So here, you just saw the video. And, and, and according to Adam Kinzinger, who's now been bounced out of his position in Congress, which is a great thing. According to Adam Kinzinger, you see, look, you're playing the video. So these guys held, play for me. But you guys won. You guys held. How did they win? How did they hold? 
People are walking throughout the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, how did, how did they win? How did they hold? They're ushering the QAnon shaman through the Capitol. And again, you can only have one narrative. Either you fought them or you let them in. There is no, you held. And even if people are saying, you know what? They were, they were fighting outside. All right, well, why didn't, why didn't they fight inside? It makes absolutely no sense because none of this does because it has nothing to do with an insurrection. Just like COVID-19, the COVID restrictions, the COVID mitigations had nothing to do with the virus. Nothing. Why would you have heavy mitigations for a virus with a 0.1% death rate? 0.1. Everyone says 1%. It's not 1%. Sick of hearing it even on Tucker and and on Sean Hannity and all these other shows, a 1% death rate. It has a 0.1% death rate. It is as serious uh, viral infection as one six is an insurrection it's not either one all right let's go to the next one so here's another lie so the QAnon shaman which has been propagated used by the by the leftist media to say that this was an insurrection you just saw the video there is no more salacious video on him nothing and he's got four and a half years in prison for doing what name the crime his only crime would be he committed no vandalism so that's out his only crime would be unlawful parading on the Capitol and trespassing. Four and a half years in federal prison for that? That's nothing more than a two or $3,000 fine. He should already be home. He should have been, never been arrested. You just send him a notice to appear, show up, pay your fine, go home. You got a criminal record though. And that's if he did any of those things. You got Ray Epps removing the barriers so nobody even knows they're trespassing. So here's another lie. Remember, a lot of us have seen the video of Josh Hawley, who I really love, a senator out of Missouri, a legitimate right-wing willing to lose his job over his convictions, conservative, unlike most of them. But there's been a video out where Josh Hawley came out. You know, nobody, nobody ever defended any, you know, a 1-6 insurrection. He, he defended the point that it wasn't an insurrection, but they show him running away from this insurrection, right? Was any of that true? Play for me, Heather. When the committee wasn't accusing Republican office holders of planning riots on January 6th, it was accusing them of running away from those riots like cowards. In the case of Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri, the committee and their allies accused him of both. Josh Hawley is a To prove that Josh Hawley was a coward, the committee released video of him loping out of the building on the afternoon of January 6th with a police escort. The tape became a staple on social media. Democrats laughed with derision. Later that day, Senator Hawley fled. After those protesters he helped to rile up stormed the Capitol. See for yourself. (laughs) But in fact, the surveillance footage we reviewed shows that famous clip was a sham, edited deceptively by the January 6th committee. The clip was propaganda, not evidence. The actual videotape shows that Hawley was one of many lawmakers being ushered out of the building by Capitol Hill police officers. And in fact, Hawley was at the back of the pack. The coward tape was a lie, one of many from the January 6th committee. But you guys won. You guys held. All right, so there you go. So that's another lie. And you have Elaine, Congresswoman Elaine Luria, bullface lying. As a member of the 1-6 committee, she should be tried criminally. She knows that it was an edited tape, so she edited evidence. She should be tried criminally. Adam Kinzinger knew it was an edited tape. Because what happens with these things, and now Tucker Carlson knows, 
is whenever they checked out any of this footage, it's time-stamped. So they all had checked out that Josh Hawley footage, edited it, and then presented it in a completely edited and different light. They all need to be charged criminally. Not, not, not. you know, let bygones be bygones. That's the past, like the Republicans always do. And then what happens? They, they, just, they do it again. They, they do to Kavanaugh what they did to Clarence Thomas. They did, to John, they did what they did to John McCain, to Donald Trump. John McCain was the originator of the collusion hoax. What do you mean by that, Tom? Yeah, yeah, he initiated the collusion hoax to Donald Trump after it was perpetrated on him. It was done to, and I can't stand John McCain, I'm just telling you. When he ran for president, was that 2008? I think it was 2008. He ran for president, lost. One of the things that came out against him was the collusion hoax. It, you can read the Dan Bongino book. They followed, the, he used the same names. Same names, same scenario, attached it to John McCain. And they did the same thing to Donald Trump. And John McCain being the coward that he is, and I said, yes, coward that he is, he just, or that he was, he did nothing then, just like Romney. When Mitt Romney received, get this now, Mitt Romney received zero votes in the entire city of Philadelphia. Zero, and didn't do a daggum thing about it. Zero, you know what I mean? Think about that, zero votes. It doesn't do anything about it because these people are cowards. And by the way, Brett Kavanaugh is a coward. Unless he does something in, in shortly where he, he brings Christine Blasey Ford to justice. Bring her to justice. She lied under oath. She defamed you. B- listen, break her. She needs, to be, she needs to be tried federally and she needs to be bankrupted for what she's done. Period. Instead of receiving $600,000 in a PayPal account, which is what exa- exactly what happened. These, it, we, nobody needs to be let off the hook. Elaine Luria, Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, all of them, Schiff, all of them on the 1-6 illegal committee. It was a legal committee because the minority leader was not allowed to place his members. If he's not allowed to place his members, they have no subpoena power. They used their lack of subpoena power in their lack of subpoena power, they subpoenaed Steve Bannon. He didn't listen to the subpoenas. He got charged with obstruction of, of Congress. It, it, it's fruit of the poisonous tree. He can't be charged for not obeying subpoenas that aren't legal. But these people need to be criminally charged for this. Now, they need to be, listen, we own the Congress. They all need to be put under oath. And if they lie, they can be charged with perjury along with altering subpoenaed evidence, Period. So here's now here's where of course the DC swamp, which there the Rhino remember every Democrat is a member of the DC cesspool, and ninety percent of Republicans are a member. That's why we need to get all these Republicans out. The Tom Tillises, the Marco Rubios, and you know, like sometimes people are like, "You're too hard on Michael Marco Rubio." Listen, Marco does an occasional good thing, but what's he ever accomplished? What stands does the man ever make? He makes none, and he, he's my, he's my senator. One of my sent along to Rick Scott, and Rick Scott's somewhat good. But here, of course, is where the cesspool stands. Here's Chucky Schumer. Play it for me, other. These lies continue tonight. Rupert Murdoch, who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it, has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth and from letting them go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such opprobrium, but because our democracy depends on it. 
See, it's always generalized, the lies. But what, what lies? I mean, I'm just curious, what lies? It says, I love to do this to people on Twitter. They're like, Donald Trump should be arrested. So I always send them, name the crimes. I never get a response. They can't. I mean, I'm not talking about big name people that just don't have time for me. I'm just saying, name the crimes. What other crimes? They never, they can never name them. You've seen me, Aaron and I have showed countless videos of people being stopped on the street, out in front of Trump Tower, out in front of the White House, wherever it may be, and with signs saying Trump should be arrested. For what crime? Name the crime and outline, outline how he violated that ordinance, how he violated that federal statute. Just show me. They don't have any of that. So Chuck Schumer says lies. What lies? What lies have been the lies about what? Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman? What lies? It shows on video the man committed no crimes outside of possibly parading in the Capitol, which is a misdemeanor, or trespassing, which is a misdemeanor. So what crime, What lies? And he's four and a half years in prison. What, what lies? Josh Hawley, is that a lie? Uh, this, this videotape was edited to show Josh Hawley, apart from everybody else, Josh Hawley was the last one to leave the building. And they paint him as the first and edit out all the, the 40 or 50 people in front of him that ran out of the building. He waited till the last minute and ran out of the building. So what lies? I mean, that's the name the lies. But of course, we have no media. If it was me standing there, go name the lies, outline them. Lie number one, Chucky. Lie number two, Chucky. What lies? There are none. It's just generalizations as usual. All right, Gertrude Gilstrap video. It's Jan 6 videos released hidden from you. Show, here's the Brian Sicknick thing. So we're covering it all. We're covering the QAnon shaman, Josh Hawley, and now Brian Sicknick. Brian Sicknick, by the way, was a Trump supporter. These videos show that Sicknick was alive, live and well, long after. Remember, he was, the original report was, he was killed by MAGA Republicans with a fire extinguisher. Remember? That's a lie. So who's lying? Who's putting out? So you have the people who are being governed by Joe Biden's disinformation governance board that he wanted to do would be people like me and you. But the people who are actually putting out disinformation are the people that the dis- are the people that the disinformation governance board would both ignore and the disinformation governance board is being formed by just like you had the pharmaceutical companies that provide 44% of the income to the people that are supposed to regulate them the FDA that's how it always works that's the real world that's where we live and all of this must change and it gets changed by our 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 nation becoming Christian, and then those Christian values get voted into our republic. That's how it works. But Signic was alive and well long after the Democratic operatives say he was killed. Here's the narrative. Play it for me. It was a lie, untrue in any way. But only after that lie had hardened into conventional wisdom did the newspaper bother to retract it. The New York Times has quietly retracted its story about the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. The damage had been done. Brian Sicknick, himself a Trump voter, had been transformed without his consent into a political martyr of the left. His memory was shamelessly exploited by the incoming Biden administration. In February of 2021, Sicknick's body lay in state in the Capitol Rotunda, where a parade of unscrupulous politicians made use of it. Here's Joe Biden. Breaking down the doors, trying to overturn an outcome of election, and killing several police officers in the meantime. But Brian Sicknick should not be reduced to a prop for the political ambitions of the Democratic Party. He was a human being. The facts of his life matter, including how he died. 
To this day, media accounts describe Sicknick as someone who was, quote, slain on January 6th. The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. By all appearances, Sicknick is healthy and vigorous. He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. Whatever happened to Brian Sicknick was very obviously not the result of violence he suffered at the entrance to the Capitol. This tape overturns the single most powerful and politically useful lie the Democrats have told us about January 6th. And it was indeed a lie. The January 6th committee knew perfectly well that Brian Sicknick was walking normally through the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by Trump supporters. And they know that because they saw this tape. We can be sure because the footage contains an electronic bookmark that is still archived in the Capitol's computer system. That means that investigators working for the Democratic Party reviewed this tape. They saw it. But they refused to release the tape to the public. Why? Because this tape would shatter the fraud they were perpetrating on the country. Because hiding the truth served their political interest. They lied about the police officer they claimed to revere. So there you go. Now think about, think about the situation that we are in right now. Think about the situation that we're in. Where you have a 1-6 illegal committee, for the reasons that I stated, it's a legal committee, who checked out the video. Remember now, there's timestamps in all these videos. So whoever checks them out, it's, it's reflected who checked it out and when they checked it out. So the 1-6 committee checked it out. They saw, after they themselves, long before they checked out the video, before they confirmed it, so think about the, think about the timeline. Before they ever confirmed that Brian Sicknick was murdered by 1-6 protesters, that was the narrative put out by the media, put out by the, you saw Joe Biden, he still says it to this day. That officers were killed on that day. And nobody asked them, can you please name which officers were killed on that day? Maybe in honor to these officers, name them, please. And also, you know, here's the thing. It's not to belittle Brian Sicknick. Brian Sicknick died of a stroke long after this. I mean, I mean by long after, I mean day, hours after he was involved with the, with the protest. Nothing to do with the protest. Coroner's report, died of a stroke. Good man, appeared to be doing his job on that day. Nothing against him, but why is he laying in state? Think about the fraud of it all. This man is, that is for people who stormed the beaches of Normandy, who lost their life defending this country. He didn't do that. He didn't do it. He shouldn't, but they are so soulless, so devoid of human dignity that they would profane a man by having him lay in state in the Capitol as a hero that defended, died defending the Capitol, where he never died defending the Capitol, because they are so beholden to their narrative. They're so politicized. They're so leftist. They're so disgusting. They're, they're so agenda-driven. They are willing to profane the memory of a good man. Use him. Use him to push forward an agenda. And if you listen, if you have to lie to usher in an agenda, the agenda sucks. So, I mean, so you have this whole sickening thing. So, again, going down the timeline. So, before they ever viewed these things, Kinzinger's out there crying. Here, here's Kinzinger crying one more time. Play it for me, other. But you guys won. You guys helped. 
So before that, by that time, by the time Kinsinger's bowling right there, he had either was about to see or had already seen the video of Brian Sicknick alive and well throughout the entire protest, throughout the entire sedition, insurrection, alive and well. But that whore, Adam Kinsinger, decides, you know what? He is, Adam Kinsinger is the absolute epitome of whore. He is a leftist whore, do boy for Adam Schiff. He's a disgusting, soulless, devoid of all humanity person. That's who he is. But so Adam Kinsinger, when he's lying there, when, when, when he's crying there, Liz Cheney's sitting right next to him, Schiff's sitting right next to him, all these hacks, what's her name, Elaine, Elaine Luria, sitting right next to him, proffering their lies, refusing to release Jacob Ch- uh, Chansley video, refusing, editing the Josh Hawley video, and then not releasing the Brian Sicknick video because that would violate their nerves. They're willing for, they're, they are perfectly fine with people going to federal prison for the rest of their life for their agenda. You're like, Tom, they wouldn't be able to sleep at night. They would, Adam Kinsinger sleeps like a baby at night, lying, whoring, and pimping himself to anybody and everybody that will give him money. That will, that will increase his fame. He will do anything. So will Liz Cheney. So will all of these leftists and many on the right also that aren't real right-wingers. So they, even b- before they ever looked at that video, they were propagandizing Brian uh, Sicknick's death as being killed by 1-6 protesters. Did it before. And then they watched the video and then they did it after. After, after the video proved their narrative to be wrong, now they're shifting from uninformed lies to completely informed lies. That is the state of our country. So we covered this. Jacob Chomps, I'm sure Tucker's running this. What's it, uh, 9.30, so his show's over now. So there's a whole other tranche of information. I don't know if I'll spend this much time on all of it, but I had to tonight. Because you just have to go down the timeline. So there's QAnon shaman lie, completely dispelled. Josh Hawley lie, completely dispelled. Brian Sicknick lie, completely dispelled. And so you have Chuck Schumer then saying, that he doesn't want Chuck or Carlson lying anymore. Who's the liar? We all can see. It's Obviously, it's Chuck Schumer. The liar is telling somebody else not to lie. So if a liar is telling somebody else not to lie, the liar is telling somebody else not to tell the truth. All right, let's go to the next one for me. J. Michael Walker tweet. Carlson's team says the J6 committee added audio. Added audio. This is people that are trying to, as Adam Kinzinger said, we're trying to get to the truth. How are you getting to the truth by adding audio? Which is a, a tactic that the left uses all the time, edits footage, adds audio, does all this. The tactic of the FBI also. They're never held to account because there's not real MAGA Republicans that are ever in power. And when we finally get a Donald Trump in power, you have a subversive force like Paul Ryan there to hold him back. So Carlson's team says the 1-6 committee added audio to silent CC, that's Capitol Hill Police, TV footage, inserting screams. These, these people need to be criminally tried for this. This is, this is crimes. These are crimes. What is this called? These, these things are evidence. You are actually altering evidence. That is a felonious crime. And not only that, but it's like a judge altering evidence. Or a state attorney authoring evidence because these are committee members. 
who have, who have been impaneled to get to the truth. And these committee members that have been impaneled to get to the truth are inserting screams and other crowd mayhem sounds to make it sound more ominous. Just like the edit of the Josh Hall, this is, this is where we're at. And if it, as we elect Republicans and as we continue to win, should have won way bigger uh, last November than we did, and we didn't win way bigger because of Ronald McDaniel and the Republican Party. Because until you fix it, until you fix the four things, no message, no money, establishment Republicans, no message, no money, establishment Republicans, and fraudulent elections, you can forget it. We're not going to win nothing. We'll win some uh, local districted uh, races that are, aren't controlled by Dominion or other other Democratic Party operatives, we'll, but we're not going to win until those things are fixed. But as we do win, because so, they are going to get fixed, I'm going to believe for the best, and they're getting at least getting fixed in some areas. As we win, we don't need to back off. Well, you know, you just be a good Christian and forget the past. No, you forget the past when the past has been repented of. You don't forget the past when it's never been repented of. These people have not repented of their sins. They're liars. They've altered evidence. They've tampered with evidence. These are felonious criminals. Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, Adam Schiff, Elaine Luria, can't remember the committee chairman for the 1-6 committee, whatever his name is. They're all criminals, just like Joe Biden's a criminal. Just on just on being in possession of classified documents. Well, Tom, you'd have to say Donald Trump is too. No, he's the president. He's allowed to be in possession of them. He can declassify them. They were declassified. There's no way... For Mike Pence or Joe Biden to be in possession of classified documents that they that they that they gain possession of while they were vice president, it's possible. They're they're multiple felonious offenders. That's what they are. Sorry, it's the way that it is. All right, let's go to the next one. Here is just the sum up of it all. This is the front page of the New York Post. Tour de farce. Absolutely right. All right, that's it on one six. All right, so move on. Let's get to vaccines. So we had, you can go put the first one up for me, other. So you had Dr. Eli David here. We have Novak Djokovic again, denied entry into the United States because he's not vaccinated. Of course, let's look at the narrative there. So he's denied entry into, into the United States because he's not vaccinated. Because if you're not vaccinated, you will transmit, you, you can be infected and tra- you can, because you are, you're a transmitter of COVID based on a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission or infection. So you can be infected and then transmit COVID, right? So, of course, the vaccine doesn't stop transmission or infection. So why are we banning people from going into the country? And we're the only first world country still doing it. Only one. Even I believe China's now open. Even Justin Trudeau's open. The United States, I believe, is the only first world country that is closed. We may be the only country that's closed. And you're banning people from entering the country based on transmission and infection that they haven't that they haven't taken a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection because they're a threat of transmission and infection and by the way those who are vaccinated are more likely to transmit and more likely to be infected they carry a far higher load and they have no they have no immune system novak djokovic has a great immune system all the vaccinated people have ade and i know all is an overstatement but just for ease of conversation all the vaccinated people have no immune system so they're, they're a much more transmissible source than any person who's vaccinated. Because if you're not vaccinated, you at least your immune system will fight that thing off and it'll be dead. And all of these people who are, who are vaccinated can't fight off Omicron. 
which is a scratchy throat and a runny nose. It doesn't even affect anybody. They're dying of it. So who's a more, who's a more significant vector, the vaccinated or the unvaccinated? Obviously, the vaccinated. But he's not allowed in the country. We look at the bottom. Moderna, he's not allowed to come in again for the second year in a row. He's not allowed to come in and play the U.S. Open because he's not vaccinated because he could transmit COVID. Because he's not vaccinated based on a vaccination that doesn't stop transmission. Makes absolutely no sense, but none of it makes any sense. None of it. If it doesn't make sense, if it's nonsensical or logical, that means it's nefarious. There's an evil motive behind it. And here's the evil motive. Moderna has partners with who? Moderna Partners, official site of the 2023 U.S. Open Tennis Championships. Moderna is proud to be a partner of the U.S. Open. We are working to deliver on the promise of mRNA science to create a new generation of transformative medicine. Yeah, they're transformative, all right. They're, they're, in, they're uh, injectable executions. That's what they are. All right, let's go to the next one. So I just wanted to show you this because I always want to remember. We need to remember. We need to remember. Again, you know, a lot of people, they'll, they'll quote me Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brethren, we count on ourselves to evaporate, but there's one thing we do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. You know what? Anything that's what Paul was talking about in Philippians 3, 13 and 14 there is people have turned from their sins. You don't, need to re- you don't need to remember your sins when they've been covered in the blood of Jesus. They're gone. As far as the east is from the west, Psalm 103, 12, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. I get it. But these people have not turned from their sins. So we need to remember it. We need to remember it. Right here, look at, look at, look at this chart. Democrats in 2022. Find, how many of them were in favor of finding the unvaccinated? 2022, not 21, 2022. Find the unvaccinated. Uh, about 55%. Lock the unvaccinated in their home. 60% of Democrats wanted to lock us in our homes. And notice the Republicans. There's 20% of Republicans wanted to, un- to find the unvaccinated. Just shows you. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Send unvaccinated to quarantine camps. About 45% of Democrats wanted to send us to quarantine camps. Uh, and even more, more Republicans wanted to send us to quarantine camps than lock us in our homes. So more Republicans actually wanted to send us to quarantine camps than lock us in our homes. Take, our ch- take children from the unvaccinated parents. About 30% of Democrats wanted to do that. About 10% of Republicans. Fine and imprison critics of the vaccine. Look how high that one is. About 50% of Democrats wanted to find people for speech. That's where we're headed. So when you see anything that has anything to do with suppressing speech, be against it. But Tom, what if it's hate speech? What if it's racial, you know, bigotry? Listen, I'm against all of it. The problem is, is when you start, I'm I'm against all bigotry and all racism and all all anti-Semitic talk, anything and everything, I'm against it all. However, the problem is, who's going to be the arbiter of hate? Who's going, to be, who's going to say whether this was hate speech or not? If I say, you know what, I hate the Democratic Party, is that hate speech? Well, it depends on who's the arbiter of hate speech at that moment. So who's going to be, if I'm in a blue state, I'm probably going to prison for it. And if you're a broadcaster and you say it, you'll have a blue state issue a warrant against you extraditable to your home state and they'll put you in front of an obama judge that's what they did with bannon that's what they've been doing with navarro and that's and that's what they did with alex jones so this one never forget this is just 2022 we just started 20 we're only in the third month of 2023 let's go to the next one a 16 percent increase in deaths normal now let's, let's, let's just name, I'll read the whole thing first. In 2022, there was a 16% increase in deaths in Australia, which by the way is getting worse. Not better, 
worse. Shouldn't it be getting better? All these people, 96% vaccination rate. All these people are being saved from the plague. I guess not. Are COVID deaths the reason? Of that 16% increase, 6.8% of the increase was recorded are are COVID deaths. That leaves 9.2% unexplained. How does this compare with past data? Over the past 66 years, the highest excess deaths was only 4.4%, so four times that many right now. And that was in 1964. Between 1955 and 2021, the average change in deaths has been 1.6% decrease. So all the way from 55 to 2021. So what is that? So that's 45 years plus 20 for 66 years. There's been a decrease of one, an average, the average of, it's kind of a difficult sentence, but get where I'm going. The average increase, the average excess deaths has actually not been any excess deaths. Has been a 1.6% death decrease. 65 years like that. Until when? Strange. Strange it all changed when? In 2021, it all changed. And always remember this. A 10% increase in excess death according to human history, is a one in 200 year event. And they've got a 16% increase in 2022 alone. There you go. Let's go to the next one. So in New Zealand, their neighboring country, they've got Jacinda Ardern, who has strangely decided that she needs rest and is resigning or has resigned from her, from her prime minister position. I wonder why that is. Could it be that New Zealand records biggest increase in registered deaths in 100 years? And I just, you know, all the people that are pro-vax, I'm wondering when all of you are going to start admitting that you're wrong. You know, they probably never will, but the body count will go ahead and make the admission for them. All right, let's go to the next one. Edward Dow tweet, thread, primary SOA excess deaths, that's um, death numbers for group life. This is from insurance companies, from the actuaries. From group life claims in units for uh uh, quarter number four, that's the last quarter of 2022. By month, excess to baseline. Report comes out in May. Here they are. So these are age groups on the left and percentages on the right. Here's the excess deaths. Excess deaths for zero to 44 in, this is all October, November, December of 2022. We're alleged that these vaccines are going to save everybody, right, from the plague. Notice that we had no excess deaths. We had very marginal excess death increase. For for all intents and purposes, statistically speaking, speaking, we had no excess deaths during 2020. Strange, isn't it? Very strange. That, That their attempt to take us over then, they weren't trying to kill you. They were just trying to get you to CBDC. They were trying to get you to social credit system using vaccine passports. That's all 2020 was about. It's all it was, was setting up vaccine passports to get you to CBDC to get you to social credit system leverage you into one world commerce system with a single access point CBDC social credit system that's the single access point that's what it was all about but funny how there was none of these death increases very marginal very marginal and very much age group related very marginal because it basically affected this sounds really mean but I don't mean it it's it's just facts Mainly COVID-19 killed people who are going to die that year anyway. That sounds horrible, but it's true. So there were no excess deaths. Statistically speaking, very marginal amount of excess deaths during 2020. The excess deaths came in 2021. And what started in 2021 that wasn't there in 2020? Of course, the mRNA gene-altering vaccinations, right? So here they are. So this is all from late, the fourth quarter of 2020, of uh, correction, 2022. October, and here's the ages, so 0 to 44. In October of 2022, there was a 13% increase in deaths. 
13% in the quarter. In the quarter, in comparison to the year before. November, 21% increase in comparison to November 2021. December, 43% increase. 45 to 64, 4% increase in October. And then it just went haywire. 16% increase in November. 35% increase in December. Being told January and February are higher than December. You had a 43% increase in excess deaths in December. A 35% increase in excess deaths in, in December for 45 to 64 and 044 respectively. And it's expected to be higher in January and February of this year than that. That is where we had to go to the next one for me, Heather. And here's just some more numbers. We call this acceleration on Wall Street, and it's a, we call this an acceleration on Wall Street, and it's a big problem. Source Industry Insider. This is all, these are not right-wing institutions. This is from the, like the, the from the actuaries. That's who, where, this is all coming from insurance data. This is not what, you, you think all states right-wing? They're not right-wing. This is just the actuary data from insurance companies. Additionally, the incident report has all other unknown categories above baseline for years 2020, 2021, 2022 as follows. 9% increase in 20, 10% increase in 20. And notice how the vaccinations come in. Vaccinations come in and look at the death rate go up. That's the truth. This is the real numbers. If these vaccines, which are still being pimped and whored, by Hollywood, pimped and whored by the Biden administration, pimped and whored by Justin Trudeau, pimped and whored by the World Economic Forum, pimped and whored by the World Health Organization. Why would you pimp and whore a vaccine that doesn't, A, doesn't save anybody's lives and, and all it does is take lives? I always like to cover both because it's not just about that it does nothing. Oh, it does something. It takes lives. It causes antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. It causes blood clotting. Causes you to have no immune system. It causes scarring on your heart and your heart lining. Causes S spike proteins to coagulate in your aortic valves and all your aortic valve and all around your body. Everybody knows how antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome works, right? How it works is this: is they inject you with this vaccine that's not a vaccine. So it's, it's a gene therapeutic. It's a gene alterer. Doesn't involve a dead version of the vaccine you're being vaccinated against. So it's not a vaccine. So they inject, in, inject you with a trillion or trillions of S-spike proteins. And they all that vaccination goes to your cells and trains them to attack S-spike proteins only. So the only thing that your body attacks is that which it's full of. So when they collect inside of your aortic valve, your immune system attacks your aortic valve. That's how it works. That's antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. That's why you have athletes dropping dead. 1,700 in the last two years when the previous 50 years we had 1,300. Facts. That's the truth. All right, News Nancy video. At Vigilant Fox, Pfizer's lack of, lack of safety concern implies they're guilty of domestic terrorism. Cardiologist Peter McCullough, play it for me. This is enormously uh, disturbing. This comes on the heels of Pfizer CEO, who's a veterinarian, by the way, Albert Burla, being pursued in Davos by... Uh, by uh, media personnel. And they were asking him about the vaccine. Uh, now, in Pfizer's documents uh, that are released publicly under court order, Pfizer knew about 1,223 deaths within 90 days of their vaccine. People called into Pfizer, said their family members died after they took the Pfizer vaccine. 
The FDA wanted to block this for 55 years. It finally came out uh, earlier in 2022. And what Borla told the media was that he knew of no safety signals with his vaccine, no safety signals. This is a monstrous number of deaths. And I can tell you, 5, 10, 15, 50 deaths, uh, Pfizer should have pulled it off the market. It was his responsibility. It goes all the way up to the CEO. So you're right, Owen, that Pfizer executives, the best case scenario is they're lying. The worst case scenario is that they're, they're either on the verge of or, in fact, they are committing domestic terrorism. They are committing domestic terrorism. It's got nothing to do. Listen, when you have 1,200 people die in your vaccine trial, 28 out of 32 women miscarry in your vaccine trial, and then you try to keep confidential that vaccine trial information for 75 years, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, sues on Pfizer's behalf to keep all of that vaccine trial information confidential for 75 years and lose. And now all this information is coming out about all the dead people involved in this vaccine trial getting myocarditis, they reclassify. Remember how they classified spontaneous abortion, which which is miscarriage. How did they classify it in the Pfizer trial? This is why they want to keep it confidential for 75 years. Every woman that miscarried in the Pfizer trial, which was 28 out of 32, every one of them, they, they listed as an adverse effect that resolved itself. That's an absolute fact. Coming from Naomi Wolf, reading it from... The released, forced released Pfizer documentation. So they said adverse effect that resolved itself was a woman losing her baby. They classified myocarditis as an immune response. How is scarring of the inside of your heart muscle? How is that? How is that an immune response? They hid the data. They're not. They're not simply lying. They're, listen, these are people that have been tried for felonious crimes before. They have been fined billions of dollars for criminal offenses. And they would be they would be fined way more. They'd already be out of business. But what they put together are shell companies all the time. They just make up a shell company. You know, they'll just call they'll call the they'll, they'll call the, the company Bill's Drugs. And they put out some drug, kills a bunch of people, and the only people that get sued out of business is Pfizer's shell company called Bill's Drugs. So Pfizer always stays in business. And here's something that I've been telling you. See how many of you remember that I've already told you this. But this is a Vigilant Fox video. RFK Jr., the Pentagon, who's told you this now, the Pentagon, right-wing conspiracy, the Pentagon and the National Security Agency ran the entire pandemic response. Who has been telling you this for months? Play it for me. There were 138 companies that, made, that were involved in manufacturing and distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors. The Pentagon and the National Security Agency ran the entire pandemic response. Pfizer and Moderna don't really own those vaccines. You know, they slapped their their labels on them, but it they, it was a Pentagon project. Yeah, got it, buddy. Good. So there we go. Now, that's why I've been telling you that for a while now. This was not a pandemic response. This was a response to a bioweapons attack. You're like, Tom, why weren't we told that? Here's the thing. If you, there's, there's certain licensures inside of the United States that in order to be able to do things it has to be categorized as this or that. Does that make sense to everybody in the room? 
All right, so in order to get EUAs, you have to have a bioweapons attack. Why weren't we told? Because then we would have to acknowledge, then our government would have to acknowledge, Anthony Fauci would have to acknowledge that he funded Peter Daszak with millions of dollars and sent it over to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which then created through gain-of-function research, bought and paid for by your tax dollars, bought and paid for by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, bought and paid for by the EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak and Ralph Barrick at the UNC and the Bat Lady in, in Wuhan, created a bioweapon, released it at the World Military Games, and sent it throughout the world. It was the only doctor that's actually that, that's been that's testified out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology says that it was created on purpose as a bioweapon and released on purpose as a bioweapon. That would have to be acknowledged. So it burns Fauci to the ground. And you're wondering here, you had 138 companies who manufactured this vaccine, right? They're all military contractors. So why is it that Fauci won't re- won't release his royalty data? That's strange too, isn't it? He refused. It's all redacted. And he refused to answer Rand Paul's question about how royalties are working because they're all military contractors. Because then those royalties would be traced back to military contractors. This is just companies that have been, con- this is civilian companies working for the military. Happen- of course, it happens all the time. Those are the ones that had to be vaccinated, by the way. If you're a federal contractor, you had to be vaccinated under the Biden administration, as with any company that has over 100 employees or, a fe- or any federal employee. So in order to be licensed to get EUAs, emergency use authorization, because all you got to do is open that door. Once you get the EUA, the EUA will last in perpetuity as long as you're injecting juveniles, anybody under the age of 18. That's a fact. It's federal law. That's why they're always expanding vaccinating kids. That's why you have the CDC putting the COVID-19 on the mandated vaccination list. It's not mandated, Tom. It's recommended. The CDC puts it on their recommended list. It's mandated in every blue state and, and many red states because it's the CDC. This is a bought and paid for Democratic Party, leftist, bourgeois, a globalist organization. It's all the CDC, FDA, and NIHR. So it was a military response because you can't get those EUAs. You can't force those lockdowns. Can't force that max masking unless it's a bioweapons attack, which, by the way, they still don't have the right to do that even under the Constitution. There is no medical emergency that takes away your right to speak. There's no medical emergency that takes your right to work away from you. There's no medical emergency, even if it is a bioweapons attack that takes away your right to leave your home, to go to work, to buy a gun, to speak openly. Nothing. Nothing in the, there's no, there's no amendment to the constitution that says when there's a bioweapons attack or when there's a bio uh, medical emergency, a state of emergency that all your rights are relinquished. That's all a lie. Bought, hook, line and sinker by most evangelical Christians, most conservatives. It's a lie. Nothing. Well, what you could transmit the virus doesn't matter. I'm you're like Tom. You're too harsh. Doesn't matter. It does not render the Constitution null and void. If there are a billion trillion rattlesnakes falling in the sky, you have every right to leave your home. Period. It's the way it is. That's the way our country is. Are there negatives to that? Are there positives to that? Doesn't matter. That's the way it is. That's the rule of law. We don't have ruling authorities. We have a ruling document. All these Christians 
bowing their knee, spreading their butt cheeks for their ruling authorities. You don't have ruling authorities. Quote in Romans 13, you're an idiot. If you're going to obey your ruling authority, you obey the Constitution and go and enjoy your life. You're an idiot. This has been a DOD response from day one. I mean, literally, run out of the Pentagon. Sort of contracted or delegated out to Fauci, but run out of the Pentagon because you can't get EUA responses for a medical emergency. You can only get them for a Department of Defense emergency. That's how it's been from day one. All of these, he just said it, Pfizer and Moderna, they don't really own these vaccinations. They farmed out the development of these vaccinations to to companies that are DOD contractors because in order to get Operation Warp Speed, you're like, Tom, you're attacking Trump. Yep. Listen, when Trump's wrong, he's wrong. I'll vote for him over any Democrat that runs and 99% of Republicans that run. But I'm just telling you, you're like, Tom, you're talking about DeSantis. Yeah, that's right. I don't know who I'll vote for yet. I want him to fight it out. I want to see. But I, listen, I love Trump, but he blew it on COVID, blew it on vaccines. He's still blowing. He just put out another interview about his, his, va- you know, his vaccines and all this. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely, he's going to blow it for himself again on COVID again, just in a different way this time. So you have these companies that are DOD contracted companies that are actually developing this vaccination. They're all hooked together. Just like Ursula van der Leyen's husband is a contractor for Pfizer. So she mandates the vaccine camp by sell, trade, or travel in all of the European Union without your vaccine passport. Therefore, you have she is mandating a vaccine that she financially benefits from. Boom. So, I mean, life is actually quite simple. So you have these 138 companies that are contracted by the military. In order for warp speed to be legal, it can't be a medical emergency. It has to be a Defense Department emergency. I hope that makes sense to you. That's why it went out went, went the way it did. Simple as that. All right, go to the next one for me. I don't know, even know where I'm at. Where am I at? Joe Pasovic, Project Fear. Oh yeah, this just came out. This is great. This is great. Right? Out of the UK. Project Fear, massive WhatsApp leak reveals British government plotting COVID tyranny. Watch this, play for me. This has all been exposed. One of the messages even stated when they would deploy the new COVID variant. When do we want to deploy this? They're calling them the lockdown files. These messages were sent between ministers, officials, and others showing how the government used scare tactics to force compliance of the citizens and push through lockdowns. And another message, Simon Case, the cabinet secretary, said that the fear and guilt factor was vital in ramping up the messages during the third national lockdown. That was January 2021. Prior to that, and again, this is from The Telegraph, Matt Hancock, the then health secretary, appeared to suggest in one message that a new strain of COVID had recently emerged that would be, and I'm quoting here, the new strain would be helpful by scaring the populace into compliance. So was there ever a new strain? Prove it. Prove that there was ever prove that there was ever a delta. You see, at Alpha, Delta, was there one between Delta and Omicron that I'm forgetting? I can't remember. So let's just I'll just I'll, I'll just operate in ignorance if I'm missing one. So you have Alpha, Delta, and Omicron, Omicron one, Omicron two, BA four, BA five, right? Prove it. Was there ever? Could you do you ever did you have a, just a virus getting less and less infectious? Was there ever really a variant? 
of any kind. And if there was, it was caused by the vaccines. We know that. But what you had is Simon Case and namely Matt Hancock, the UK health director. I repeat, the UK health director rooting for a new variant because they can use it to scare people into compliance. So this is all about a virus, right? No, it's all about these globalists leveraging you into a one world commerce system. Getting you to, you got to create the virus. And then the virus, you kill people. Then you mask people, that kills people. Then you isolate people, that kills people. Then you create the true bioweapon. I mean, COVID-19 was a bioweapon, but this is the true one. The, the original bioweapon, the alpha variant of COVID, may put, in, put in place, formed by, created by Anthony Fauci, Health Alliance, the CCP, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You have to have that first. And of course, that, that virus, because it's a bioweapon, will kill people. The response to it, the masking, the locking down, the quarantining of the healthy, because, you know, 76% of all COVID cases are caught in one's home, so send everybody to their home, of course, because that will kill more people. And again, it's a 0.1% death rate. I'm just telling you, it does kill people, though. It does, just like the flu does, just like the common cold does, just like pneumonia does. It will kill people. So you kill people with the formation of it. You kill people with response to it. Then you create the real bioatomic weapon, the real weapon, which is the vaccine. So all of it, of course, serves the purpose of lowering the Earth's population. And it's not, there's, again, many vectors, many tactics to the agenda, the agenda leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by, by a tyrant or tyrannical government. And you want to lower the Earth's population to do that because if you have a lower population, it's easier to control. Also, you want to get people registered, trackable. So you got to create a virus to get to the vaccine passport. You got to have a vaccine passport to get to CBDC. You got to have CBDC to get a social credit system. All fully implemented in Ukraine, in China right now. There is no cash in Ukraine. You think our billions of dollars, American dollars are floating through the streets? No. No, our billions, of, our billions of dollars are being spent around the globe on both uh, Voldemar Zelensky's eccentricities and his own personal wealth and on the black market. That's where all of our money's going. That's why nobody wants a, you know, wants a hearing on that. Nobody wants an audit on that. But that's, that's what it's all about, is create the virus, create the solutions to the virus, and all to get to the agenda. In order to get the vaccine passports, you've got to have a virus. So you create the virus, get to the vaccine passport. Vaccine passport, now you now have all the infrastructure in place for CBDC, which then you have all the infrastructure in for a social credit system. CBDC, central bank digital currency. And then you got to have a social credit system because then they control your behavior. It's not, notice how, notice how it works. It's all, it's all an inclination. It's all an incline. And it's not even a gradual incline. First, they control, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine passport. So, that's that you think that'd be good enough. It's not good enough. I showed you I've showed you the video from Canada where the woman had her laminated vaccine passport right there in paper, but she didn't have the WhatsApp. So you can't track people with a with a hard copy vaccine passport. That's not good enough anymore. So she still had to go to quarantine for 10 days. Because the point is not to stop a virus. The point is to get you trackable. Once you're trackable, once you're trackable, then they know where you're at. Of course, you know, the tracking is it's just a simplistic way of saying controlling you. So what the, they have you trackable. They know where you're at. Trackable means they know what you're spending. If they know what you're spending, then they got to get you to where you don't have the ability to access money without them. 
That's what this is all about. A one world commerce system with a singular access point. That singular access point is CBDC. You like this vaccine passport? No, that's just that's just for the infrastructure. Yes, people still have to get vaccinated because they got to make sure they kill enough people every year. Because it's all about controlling product. If you control all the product, then you control the consumer. You control the access to the product. You control the consumer. You say, here is your access point. And that access point enables us to control every last thing you do, which is exactly what China is right now. And we don't like what you're doing. We don't like the money that you're spending. We don't like the conferences that you attend. We don't like how you vote. We don't like that you buy ammunition. We don't like you that you buy survival food. Whatever it is, we don't like you getting independent. We don't like you buying your own home. We want you to live in our little 40 by 40 cubicle with your wife and three kids. That's what we want. If you vary from that, we'll just cut off your money. You're like, they will never do that. I'm going to hoard cash. Cash becomes useless. Gold becomes useless. That's why they want you to have an electric car. Then they control your fueling source. They just cut you off the grid. That can happen. You never had your electric cut off. You've never known anybody who has had their electric cut off. If yours never been cut off, they cut it off remotely. They don't have to come to your house and cut it off. They cut it off remotely. That's the point of all of this. From day one, it's been that way. From day one. That's what, and so they have to use fear to do it. Going back to the UK, they're like, you know, we need another variant. People are starting to wake up. They're not wearing their masks. They always come up. What was the, what did they say every time there was a new variant? Oh, this is far more infectious than the last one. Was it? I never noticed any difference. I'm living in the hub of old people. I live right here where I'm sitting, Northport, Florida. Sarasota, South Sarasota County, Florida. Pull up our average age. Didn't change one thing. Not one variant changed one thing. And I sent my secret cameraman around to the ERs and nothing ever changed. Never changed with Alpha. There was nobody in the waiting rooms in the ERs. Delta came, nobody in the waiting rooms then and for the ER. Omicron came, nobody in the waiting rooms there either. Nothing. It's all a lie. And you have the UK health secretary, Matt Hancock, and one of their other leaders, Simon Case, talking back and forth. These people are so stupid that they don't realize that everything, they're actually a victim of what they want. They want everybody controlled, everybody documented. They got documented and controlled because they are stupid enough to put it on text messages talking about how great it would be if another variant came out and then they can scare everybody into compliance. All right, let's go to the next one. Report shows Australia's excess mortality rate has risen to levels not seen since World War II. 16% increase last year, and I guarantee it breaks 20 this year. Go to the next one for me, other. So here's a video. Here, this just exemplifies what I've been talking about. Play it for me. State government is about to launch a new form of digital ID that means you'll never have to hand over your personal details to anyone again. It will all be stored in the Service New South Wales app on your phone, which will prove you are who you say you are. Scanning his licence, passport and Medicare card, in less than three minutes, the minister proves he really is Victor Dominello. This is unquestionably the holy grail. This is your first look at the state's new digital ID. This is a huge step forward in giving back people control over their data, control over their identity. Personal credentials will be stored on your device. No IDs need to be handed over. 
and that means keeping your address and birth date to yourself. If you need to hire a car, rent a property, set up a bank account, check into a hotel, or prove you're over 18 to buy alcohol or attend an event. All you need to do is tap your phone and that will be a validation that you are real. Australians from you know the kitchen table to the boardroom table would have an increased anxiety following the deluge of data breaches we saw late last year. But this seeks to take away the risk because companies will never have a... As our viewers know, we've been covering extensively here on the show the war in Ukraine, looking at, of course, what's been unfolding on the battlefield and the geopolitics associated with it. But one of the big stories that hasn't gone reported at all is the digital transformation of Ukraine. What is going on here? In fact, many people don't know that the Zelensky government has created a laboratory, turned Ukraine into what they call a digital transformation. In fact, Zelensky himself has even set up an entire ministry dedicated to advancing this digital transformation. What is this all about? Redacted correspondent Dan Cohen just filed this investigation. Watch. On January 19th, USA Director Samantha Power appeared at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland to promote a digital identification smartphone app called DIA. And one of the most incredible things that Ukraine has developed over the last few years is an app called DIA that now delivers 120 services to the people of Ukraine. Standing next to power was Mikhailo Fedorov, Ukraine's Minister of Digital Transformation and Vice Prime Minister. So I want you to just hear the definitions, I mean the titles, Minister of Digital Transformation. So that was Ukraine and the country before was Australia. They also had a, a Minister of Digital Technology, Minister of Digital Transformation. I can't remember his exact title. That's what it's been about from day one without variants. That is what it's been about. There was no initial thing that turned into that. It's been about leveraging you into a one world commerce system from day one. Love you all back here. We've got a bunch of videos to follow, all new stuff. Back here Thursday night, 8.30, full 90 minutes of fury. God bless you. See you Thursday, 8.30. So what is the will of God? Romans 8.28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. That's a qualified verse, though. Christians use that to say that the will of God is unfolding in their life. If your business stinks, it's not the will of God. If your family stinks, that's not the will of God. He is not working for your good. He's not, he's not using your compromise and your rejection of the Word of God for your good. Because Romans 8, 28 is qualified with 27, and nobody reads 27. Why is that? Because it puts, it puts the responsibility on the believer. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. He is working for your good. In that, he's listening to how you pray. Romans 8, 26, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. That's the good that he's doing. He's honed in solely on the voice of the Spirit. Are you praying the Holy Ghost? 
That's the good he's listening to. Not your compromise, not your sin, not your worry, not your fear, not your bad attitude and working for your good. The only good he's working is what the Holy Spirit is telling him to do. It's only good. enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt.